0: Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast called of Choice Tracks. I'm Dietrich. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm Taj. Yes, you are. And as we do on every episode, uh, we like to give y'all a little bit of opening of what we actually have going on and then from there we move right into the episode itself, okay? So uh, on Choice Tracks, we are four guys who happen to love music. Uh, we come up with a theme kind of like on record where you got a side a and a side b the little 40 files that used to be out there well on the side a uh we have a theme and then everybody picks a song associated with that theme and see how everybody finds either click or how they differ or how we like to call each other trash one of the two or three and then on the flip side of that uh you got side b where somebody was assigned homework this week it was me and in then homework Uh, We have everybody listen to an album and then decide which tracks they like on that album or if they like that album at all. So uh, um, this particular situation, guys, go ahead and drop that needle on (laughs) Saturday. All right. So um, we've had a whole lot of uh, episodes in between before we first started and up until now. And there has always been a running theme in the back of my mind. Kind of started with the movie. It was 2012. And then it kind of switched over to the actual thought process of 2012. What was I doing in 2012? I couldn't recall that what I was doing last week. But I can recall that there were a shitload of songs that came out. They hit the charts. And every single one of them seemed to be a banger. Um, from rock to alternative to house to electro to rap to even pop itself. So uh, what I wanted to do was just take a look back at 2012 and see what everybody's favorite tracks were that came out there at that time. And uh, for me, it started off with a group that's been around forever and a day. Uh, they actually broke up in 2013 to pursue solo projects and then decided to come back together in 2022 and um, actually kicked off another tour. And, and now they're back recording music. And so um, this one particular song, the hook was infectious. The song the beat itself was just damn near pumping in your chest. It won Grammys. It was nominated for multiple awards across the world. Mainly because they're international, so it was easy to hit the international charts. Um, but it definitely was one of those that was played a lot on the radio during the top when it came out. And it really put them at the top of the charts when it came to electronic beats and, and, and styles and movements and things of that nature and, and actually set off a wave of DJs that came through afterwards and kind of incorporating that style into their mix and making their own mixes, their own beats, their own songs. And, um, I think 2012 was kind of the pop-up of that. So the group that I chose was Swedish House Mafia. The song I chose was uh, "Don't You Worry Child." Said,
1: don't you worry, don't you worry, child. got for you.
0: Don't you- and uh, if it's already pumped in your head and you're already sick of it, blame me. It's my fault. Nobody else is on the show. And uh, let's go from here. What do y'all think about the song uh, "Don't You Worry Child"?
2: it i liked it so uh, it's a good song yeah i could totally picture that i I actually went and watched the music video uh i'm I'm glad you talked about it because the whole music video is like their goodbye album like it's like hey we're breaking up and you know it's kind of bittersweet because when you hear the song and watch the music video and you're like man they're going out with a bang (laughs) for sure um and plus, you see some of those crowds. You're like, holy cow. Re- reminded me of, like, ACL, but twice as big <laughs> in some cases. And you're like, and yeah, it, it's crazy to think, like, three DJs rocking the stage that hard with that many people. But you're like, you know, <laughs> it, it, it works. So, but yeah. So, it, I enjoyed it. it. I, to be honest, I I can't say that I've heard a lot of their other songs. I probably have. But, you know, this one, once you hear it, you know. It just sticks with you. So, but yeah.
3: Yeah, I I think I had heard of the band, um, but I honestly didn't know any songs that that they had done. Um, So when this one started, I'm like, oh, I heard this before, which I'm not sure where, because it definitely seems like a club song. And I'm pretty sure I wasn't at a club uh, in 2012. I mean, maybe, but I doubt it. But anyway, I have heard the song before. And um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, infectious. Uh, you know, like it just—it gets like if if you just—I don't know—if you just get into the groove of it, you know, it kind of takes you away, kind of sweeps you up, and uh, you know, and when it gets over, you're like, that was rather enjoyable. Let's play it again. You know, <laughs> like, um, so yeah, I, I thought it was—I thought it was a great choice. You know, I, I like I said, I, I'm not as familiar with the band, just knew the name. Um, but if they have more songs like that, I'm totally on board because uh, this one was was very very entertaining.
0: Yeah, they definitely got more songs. Um, that that was the first time I had ever seen three DJs come together and form a band, and and actually taking it on the road and being all over Europe. Being all over Asia, everywhere, and everybody knowing them over there. But when you come over here, it's like little to, little to no, no knowledge of them. Um, but yeah, they, they swept the electronic scene by storm. So, um, that's, that's definitely a group that I, I admire, uh, when it comes to their mixes and their camaraderie. I'll put you on to some game. Then. I got you. <laughs> all right. Darren,
1: yeah, they did different mixes of this song too, right? They had uh yeah. He's I mean, like Chris Martin's brother, John Martin. Ooh. <laughs> I run about that. <laughs> that seems like that seems like something that happened. I did listen to a few different versions of it, but um, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. No, I like I like Swedish House Mafia. I haven't listened to a lot of their stuff, but I, I am familiar with the band. Um, yeah, definitely like like to Brandon's point the the club scene sound is it's I guess one of the styles that I really like a lot sometimes I'm, the, I'm in the mood for it sometimes I'm not uh, but yeah no, this is a great pick for 2012 I think 2012 is uh, it's definitely a year for a lot of new bands coming out um, there's a lot of artists that we've picked and albums that we picked already from 2012 I think I saw a lot of really good bands at South by Southwest um, I'm sure Austin city limits and we're in the city for all that stuff. Uh, And I noticed, I noticed that it was probably one of the best years for live music aside from this summer (laughs) for me. (laughs) It's just nonstop. Um, But uh, yeah, no, it's, and we're coming out of the pandemic. So you see a lot more of that now, but uh, uh, definitely this summer was um, true for that. But 2012, Besides, besides what the Mayan calendar said, yeah, it was a pretty good year for music. So yeah, good pick.
2: Well, and plus, one thing I, I do got to appreciate is like, I I can't think of it. I'm sure there is one in there, but like they didn't overuse the drop, like especially in 2012. Like the drop was like everywhere. Like, you know, you'd have music and then you drop it and then it'd like come back. And like, this was like, it didn't feel like I'm sure there is one in there, but it didn't feel like it, it It overpowered it. It was like the song itself is great as a whole. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, there there was a bunch of drops <laughs> <sort> of thing, <laughs> uh, in, in electronic music, but uh, they specifically like cornered the sound and flipped it up to make it sound like an actual song. Um versus just you know throwing some beats out there and everybody just kind of vibe to it. So I, I definitely want to see what they have coming forward. Um, newest music, newest tours, things of that nature. Because the name never dropped, the name never died. People know the name. Um, even the youngsters know the name of different mixes that were taken from their work and then turned into sub sub mixes. So, um, definitely a group to look out for to see what's going on. Um, so next let's go ahead and hit up uh brandon give us your pick man
3: uh yeah so you know i looked at some albums from 2012 and realized there are a lot of a lot of albums and songs that i like that came out that year and i was very happy that some songs landed on that year so i had a lot that i could pick from and i ended up going with a band that i really like and i especially like this album uh the song i went with is elephant by Taman paula it, feels like an feet, trunk you know it is from their second album called lonerism uh which did come out in 2012. um and Tame Paula is a Australian psychedelic rock band. Um, You know, pretty much the, I mean, the, the, it's the brainchild of this uh, multi-instrumentalist, Kevin Parker, and he writes, produces and performs all the music in the studio. And when then, when they're on tour, he, they, he has a band. And this song, I think, is incredible. The song's a little bit different than the rest of the album. It kind of has this kind of bluesy rock riff, which is fantastic. Um, It's got a great, great intro in the song. Uh, One of the other reasons why I wanted to do this song was that I actually got to see see Tame and Paula that year at Stubbs. And this is before they really blew up. And it was a phenomenal show. And this song really, really kicked butt that night when they performed it. Um, it's just, you know, it's just one of those kind of songs that you will find yourself stomping your feet and nodding along to it. Uh, just just a killer riff. Um, the song itself is it's called Elephant. And it's it's really about kind of a self-centered jerk, a very egotistical person. And um the song i like i said i just i think the song's amazing it is uh, a great track from there it was the lead single and uh every time i hear this song i just yeah i just uh i really really enjoy it so uh what do you guys think
2: i liked it a lot like uh i i know i heard the song before uh, i enjoyed it uh, for, for some weird reason wires crossing my brain like when i was hearing it again i was like for, so, for some reason the synthetics part for sure remind me of doctor who and i was like who did this come out before doctor who restarted? but yeah i know that's a weird wire to cross but anyways it, it's a great song yeah um amazing band so i i'm i think i might have seen them live but i don't think i saw it with you but i can't remember
3: no, so, you, weren't, you weren't there. You were invited, but you oh. didn't come.
2: Oh, I didn't come. I'm sorry. So
0: You probably did come, just went with somebody else instead on the <laughs> other side of the room.
2: I would like never be thing. like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably saw you walking to the bar to get a drink and decided to go to the restaurant. You know, that, <laughs> that kind of thing. Sean. No. Oh. So. Okay. No, nah, uh, I'll jump in. It's, it was a hell of a pick, bro. Um, I love that, that bass line, that rhythm is just, it kicks, it slaps, it's right in your face. Um, his, uh, his draw comes out, um, in his singing. And, uh, fun fact, the song that I picked, I was going to pick Tame Impala at one point, um, for another episode that we did. It was, uh, some name of the song, The Less I Know, the Better. That was like, ah, that was the shit. So when you came with this one. I was like, yeah, I already know it's going to bang out. So definitely definitely a good riding song, a good rhythm tune, and it does have that bluesy effect to it, but it's all rock at the end of the damn day. So good pick.
1: Yeah, I think you stole a song from an album. I wanted to make one of my choice albums. <laughs> is <Lonerism's laughs> a really good album that I think doesn't even really fit with Elephant as much because because it's such a unique they're a unique band, Damon Paula. In so many ways, um, yeah. I think that's probably one of their biggest hits, but yeah, it's definitely one I like. One I can groove to. I think a lot of people love it. That's why it was played on the radio a lot. But um, unusually for that band, though, I think that they're more of a unique band than just radio hits. But that's what it's all about. So that's that. I think that's sort of like a, I don't know if it's a double-edged sword, but bands go through that a lot where they they want to be. Popular, but they also want to be unique. I think Tame Impala still captures that. Um, they they haven't gone overboard with radio hits, but yeah, that like Lonarism's a great album. Uh, Elephants, very fun song. Um, yeah, that's a really good pick, Brandon, for 2012 because I know it's outside your wheel your wheelhouse with a lot of a lot of the really cool stuff that you picked. That's older that I cherish this is a really cool pick that kind of embodies stuff that you would hear from seventies, that era. And I hope that they had a lot of influences from really good bands from that. I'm sure they did. So,
0: but yeah, I like it. Cool. Cool. As Taj would say. All (laughs) right. So speaking of which, Taj Rooney, what you got, man.
2: Okay. So, um, (sighs) I I I kind of had a hard time with this. The reason being was, like you said, there's a lot of great albums, bands that like if it wasn't their first album that came out in 2012, it was like their second or third album uh, that came out in 2012. Um, I, you know, there were some that I looked at and I was like, oh, I kind of want to save that for an album. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of picked a band, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. It, it was kind of a one hit wonder in 2012, uh, but their one hit was a hit <laughs> for sure. Um, and so the the band that I picked, and I'm going to get the, the title wrong on the song, so I'm going to try and do my best. So the, the band that I picked is Alt J, and then the uh, title is Breeze Blocks.
1: Chitters in your fevers, Scream me again, never kisses, or do you ever send our full star?
2: But there's no space on it, so um, yeah. So the that song once you hear it, it's iconic. You know what it is, because uh, um, I'm sure everybody's heard that song. Um, but yeah, it, I, I like the song a lot. I went and watched the music video for the first time before this episode, and that is a trip in half. You're like, what? Like, I thought it was just, like, a cool, like, kind of romantic song. And then you watch the music video and you're like, uh, I don't know how I feel now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It, but that's what I, I picked, Alt J g Greasebox. So.
0: This is one of those picks I did not expect you to pick. <laughs> okay. I, I should have known better than to, to try to put you in a box of whatever I thought you were going to pick. Um and it definitely caught me off guard but it was a good catch off guard i i'm not complaining at all um this one is another one of those rhythmic ties that you can just ride but you can put it in cruise control and just roll with it right and yes it has its rock elements and yes it does definitely come through uh towards the end but for me um it's 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 surprising just because I never expected you to pick it. I expect Brandon to pick it. I <laughs> know you would expect Damon to pick it, but yeah, you, you definitely surprised me with this one, man. Oh, okay. Not, not mad. Oh,
3: thank you. Yeah. I don't think I realized the name of the song because I'm like, what is, what did Taj pick here? And then as soon as the song started, I'm like, oh yeah, that thing was everywhere. That song was playing all over the place. And I mean, for a reason, it's, it's a very catchy tune and I do enjoy the song. I'm probably going to forget the name of this song, you know, a few, few weeks later. And then I'll randomly come across it. I'm like, Oh, that's the name of the song. And I, you know, I, I just keep forgetting who the artist is and what, what the actual name of the song is. So, uh, but yeah, I was. I was uh, a bit taken back that this did come from you, uh <laughs> especially considering all the albums that you could have picked from that you got from eMusic, And, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, so, but um, no, this, this was a good choice. I, I really enjoyed this one. Uh, it was, it was uh, fun to return to that because I hadn't heard that song in a while, but yeah, it was, it was a good time.
0: Oh. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I guess this would be maybe something I would pick. <laughs> I remember hearing it on the radio a lot, and I don't think I'm a huge like alt J fan. I wasn't a huge fan of this song. Oh, you uh, okay. just because his voice is so. Oh, you know what? Whatever. His voice could be weird. Like I like Primus, and these sounds kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, no, he's got that kind of like whiny sound though, so it's a little bit of a turnoff. <laughs> As far as like, yeah, I love the Sonic. Really grew to this, but it's it, it was very popular on the radio a lot, and uh, that's what I remember.
0: Okay,
1: <laughs> I do I do think it's really weird you picked it, but <laughs> it's cool because we're bringing up memories of 2012 and the music industry. Right. I mean, this is what was coming out in 2012. It was stuff like this that you might you might. uh I don't know. It reminds me more of like, Alt-J is like a band that's like, it's a very pop rock band, but it's like on the cusp of something I wouldn't listen to, but I, I could still tolerate it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, And the weird thing was like, and the reason why I kind of say they're kind of a one hit wonder is because like the rest of their album was completely different. And then their second album, they tried to do a song that was similar in this vein, which did take off a little bit, but it's like, I don't think they made it past album four. I think they did like three albums and then stopped. But it, it, it's it's interesting that this is the one that took off. But yeah, so of all their tracks, yeah,
0: well, it's just a testament to your paradox, <laughs> right? Um, you all of us thought the same damn
2: thing. <laughs> yeah. So you do have good music in you. Okay? I do. It. So did you guys see the music video? No. Oh no! So, I gotta start doing that. I gotta start watching these videos. It it's filmed backwards. Like it's this girl that dies in a bathtub, but then it goes backwards, so you see how she got in the bathtub, and there's like this domestic oh. fight, and you're like trying to figure out, well, who attacked who? Like it's weird. Like it's all going backwards in time, so you're like, okay, <laughs> and you're like, I didn't think that went with this song, but okay. <laughs> Wow, it probably okay. does. I'm cool <laughs> right, it probably does. It, it's one of those that like got me thinking. Like, do have I listened to the lyrics good enough on this song? Right.
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, that's another listen to. Um, okay. okay, Damon, bag and clean up, bro. Give us what you got, man.
1: Okay, yeah, twenty twelve. I went to South by Southwest with a badge that year. I played rock, paper, scissors. And I beat out about 25 people and I won two badges. <laughs> I gave one to my wife and one to a friend. And then I worked Southwest, Southwest so I got three badges that year. It was, uh, that was a crazy year for me. Um, I remember seeing The Shins. That's my pick. Uh, they have had a single come out called Simple Song. Well,
0: this is just- To see what you done.
1: I told you about. And I remember really liking that song while my wife Robin and I like listened to it a lot. I, mean, I really dug it. Um, we, we saw from a tower at, I think it was like Auditorium Shores. And we had a special area for like the badge holders. And it was the only year I ever had a badge, and I was really excited about it. That's, that's where 2012 brings me like uh, Haim we've talked about Haim before in different episodes and uh, saw them uh, that year at South by Southwest it's such a good year um, Vampire Weekend was there so man I, I can go on and on with 2012 uh, A Simple Song is yeah James Mercer is the the lead on that and he is talking about um, his wife their new marriage and their future it's really about like his future with his wife i think it's kind of like it's a lot about his feelings like even like his band members that left the band and stuff like things were changing so it's really a big song about change but it's like does anybody really give a shit <laughs> it's like well i do it's important to me so um that's kind of how i feel all the time i don't know so that's really hit hit home with me. Um, and my wife likes to song a lot too. <laughs> so I guess I could relate that to, to what he's talking about. Cause, um, I've gone through a lot of change and moving to Austin from New York, you know, that was a big deal with my wife and cats. So, uh, but yeah, simple song. What do you guys think? Do you like the shins so in 2012? I- <laughs>
2: So I I like the Shins. Uh, I know I've listened to another one of their albums before, but I really did like this song. Um, So I I I did my homework, so I'm gonna bring it up again. So uh, I actually watched the music video for this one. Oh good. Uh, The crazy thing, it it you know how you know old things are new again. Like this is gonna be a weird tie, but you can you know how. Taylor Swift's anti hero is about how she's dead and her kids are standing around at her funeral. It's like, um, but they
1: get, well, it's sort of, it's actually it's sort of
2: an analogy, but analogy. Well, that's what the Shin's music video is. Like, it, the whole thing is like he died and he's like, I left the deed for the house somewhere hidden in the house, and all the kids are <laughs> scrambling through the house to find the deed. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then they find it. he's like, nope, this isn't really the deed. You know, this house has so much bad memories. P.S. The, the demolition crews come and get two o'clock and then they yeah. start wrecking the house as they run out.
1: It's, <laughs> so that's like all I see is like symbol,
2: symbolic for like wanting yeah. to, to not hold on to the past. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which makes sense after you explained it. Yeah, how it's nervousness. But like that's just like an interesting trope in the music videos. It's like, okay yeah
3: yeah i'm i am a fan of the shins um i have listened to some albums uh i don't i I, i've never really been head over heels uh in love with the shins but i always find their music pleasant and this song is no different i find it pleasant and and i it's not offensive and i like it and it's a good song it's not my favorite song by them um but but i do enjoy the shins i just yeah i don't know why i just i like i I was never like the biggest fan but i but i every time i hear a shin song I'm like yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good um yeah i don't know i like the shins i like the song that's all i gotta say about that
1: i think they're a really good live band too like they're fun they're they're kind of they're really chill i mean that's like you said you know it's just like a they're not offensive (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, it's it's just, it's pleasant. And
3: sometimes you want that when you listen yeah. to music, you know? Um Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I can listen. I can't listen to the Shins all the time, but, but when a song does come on, you know, it also brings me back to, you know, that, that time, you know, especially like, wasn't there music used prominently in the movie Garden State as well? You know, mm-hmm. so I always think about that. Yeah. that kinda that that error as well when I hear a song by them
1: if i if we do ever do an episode, which I think we have with like soundtrack, so I, would, I would love that soundtrack um, yeah, Garden State, Wow, movies were weird then, but they were good. I don't know, it was like everything was in a lull twenty twelve was like such a good year, and then we nothing was really happening, so everybody wanted like the Mayan calendar prediction to be true. <laughs> Or things were just going to go to shit. So they started making movies about it, and I think, you know, The Rock was in something, and yeah, that's how boring it was. Which is good. I like boring. Boring means their shit ain't fucking hitting the fan. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> oh man, this group reminds me of the hot girl that you know just got ran through, and um, decided what? that all of them like, hold on, oh, listen. All of them okay. were jerks. There we go somewhere else. Yeah, the high girl that got ran through, all of them were jerks. Remind you, this is 2012. This is back before V2 movements and, and everything that kicked in. So we still had some raunchiness that was going on. Um, But, yeah, the high girl that got ran through in school, and all of a sudden all she needed was somebody to to listen to her story. She got with the dirty, like, nerdy kid, and next thing you know, she she starts to date him. Just because. And you know, he's nice and pleasant and 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 doesn't treat me bad like the other ones do and, and it's a good change. That's what the Shins remind me of. They <laughs> remind me of a band that's that's a good change up. Um they don't have anything as crazy. They're not eating bats, they're not, you know, making songs, fifteen hundred songs about fornication in any kind of way. Um they just they're like they're the cool summer breeze that comes through when your car windows down, and and you you like it. It's a it's a change up from, <laughs> okay. from the heat.
1: right. Yeah, I think um, they they feel like an older band too, but they're not. Yes, they're not like totally brand new, but they're not that old either. So they have like they have some good history,
0: but yeah, uh, you know, it's like they're a scotched from being antiquated, but <laughs> they still have enough oomph inside them to make you listen to it and like it for what it is.
1: Yeah. Um and then they had albums they had an album come out the same year, but um we, we could talk about that in a different episode. <laughs> I'm sure I'll probably bring it up again or something. But uh no, I think you just described like Ten Things I Hate About You. That was a movie that, that had sort of happens, but it, like a reverse with a guy girl out of I think uh like <laughs> can't really wait. Yeah, that's yeah. like those are my favorite like rom com teen kinda yeah. Like what the fuck's going on? You know, kind of movies. Yeah, what's but yeah, a, twenty
0: twenty twelve's good.
2: What's an easy A in that one too? Twenty twelve ish.
0: It it could be in that, that realm. Gotcha. Uh, I'm not taking it away from it. where she literally, you know, took on took on the Scarlet Letter, so to speak. Right. And, uh and ran with it. But in this situation they're not taking on shit. They just putting out smooth, easy music. <laughs> And it's it's got a, a very chill dynamic to it. Even their hard shit kinda smells or sounds like medium in comparison to other bands and such. So but um it's not bad. That's the that's the thing about it. Everything is well put together, it's well produced. And I would think that they're probably a better live band than studio, but even still live, they're still gonna have that same aura of like you're not gonna see anybody start a mosh pit. And that's a good thing. <laughs> sometimes you don't want to have a foot in your face
2: yeah i mean i i don't want to spill my rosé is is all i'm trying to say yeah have a good time I'm drink you. my rosé
0: <laughs> i'm just saying some people ain't got it like that there, but you know others like to keep their beers in their hand and just sit back and bob their legs and that's what this is, so i So, not mad
3: well all right well um if we have nothing else to To say about 2012, why don't we go ahead and flip the record and drop the needle on side B. And Diedrich, you had some homework for us.
0: Yes, I did. Um, I picked out a band, not because uh, I love the band, but actually from how I heard about them. So um, imagine this. There's an album that came out by an artist by the name of Kendrick Lamar. The album was called Good Kid, Mad City. And in that particular album, there was a song called Money Trees. And Money Trees is one of those laid back songs that's, you know, it's got a good beat to it, good kick and whole on. But there's this there's this this sound that's coming out from the background and it's just so like luscious coming from the from the from the start of the track. And it's like, where did that come from? It was it just took up the air and it was like, man, I need that, especially me being a former producer, beat maker or whatever. Like, I I just love that particular sound. So when I got into the documentary and, and got to look behind the scenes, um, the producer of the track actually took a portion of this group's song and flipped it. They just reversed it. But the reverse was so clean that it just made the track its own its own entity so to speak, right? So when I found out that this group was the way that they got the sample from, it was like, okay, well, let me go check out the group. And that actually made me fall in love with the group. And um who I'm talking about, in case nobody understands it, it's actually a duo. Um Two individuals, you know, it's uh, Victoria Langren and Alex Scali, and the group is named Beach House. And the album that I chose from them uh, was you know one of their, their more recent albums at that time, um, but it actually came out again 2012. So I wanted to stick with the 2012 theme all the way through, and I just realized, um, yeah, I just I just got that all the way through. Damn, it really just hit me just like a tongue of pitch right by now. Their um, their the album was Bloom. Bloom was the album that I chose uh, mainly. Because because that was the one that I first listened to when I started going through their songs, and that particular album itself was produced. It was it was heavily heavily taken in as one of their best albums. Um, it's you know it's harmony driven, um, it's dream pop. It's it's got all these different arrays of sounds and instruments that are coming into the mix, and it's got organic melodies that I love the most. And this particular album itself. Um, There's a couple of tracks on here that they put out as singles, Um, but the first song on here, uh, by the name of Myth. Drifting, of, see you, you that was the one, that was my choice track that I listened to, just to go back and kind of see exactly who they were since then, and they've been hooked ever since. I've gone back, I've downloaded all of their albums, um, you know, I, I definitely love their sound and how they, they came about um, with their approach to music, and, and that's pretty much it. I'm not trying to make it long or drawn out or anything about that. I really just want everybody to go listen to a particular album and go listen to the band. Um, if you don't already know about Beach House, you're going to learn now. If you do already know about Beach House and you know a hell of a lot more than me, by all means, chime in on our social media, chime in on our emails. Get me up to what I missed in this particular monologue, but this is where I'm coming from. Only because I really like to focus on these. So, what do y'all think about Bloom from Beach House?
3: What, what was your favorite track?
0: Myth. Myth it was the intro track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that
1: was your favorite track. Yep.
0: That was my and favorite you're, track. I'm you're following,
1: following what I usually do. I I always like. For some reason, they I think a lot of bands, I don't think it was strong on this album, but I think in other albums, uh, even Beach House's 2015, Depression Cherry, which I like a lot, that's, that's the first album I listened to from Beach House, because a friend of mine turned me on to Beach House, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll check this out. This is a duo, dude and uh, guy and girl. And it's like a lot of other bands that I like that are that same scenario. I don't know, that kind of works sometimes really well. Um, like She and Him is one of one of my favorites I've mentioned before. Um mm-hmm. uh, I like New Year. I, guns guns, we'll I think that was the, you get the drum beats going in the beginning. It's a little bit more upbeat, but I think this whole album has a Julie, Julie Cruz sound. I feel like they must be fans of Julie Cruz. If you ever watched Twin Peaks, she did a lot of music for, for that. So uh, kind of like it's a sort of like dreamlike, uh, you know, you want to get away from everything. In a good way, though. Sometimes dream like to be bad, but um, if it's a nightmare, <laughs> this is the opposite of a nightmare. I think this is a great album. Uh, I'm gonna go back to this a lot. <laughs> I'm probably gonna All listen right. to this, you know, drive to work. I'll listen to this when I'm working. Listen to this when I'm chilling. Um, but uh, yeah, d- definitely check out other stuff from uh, listeners if you. If you have or haven't heard Beach House. Um uh, Bloom is great. I like Depression Cherry as well. It's another that's yeah, you know, a few years later, 2015, but um yeah, it's like their sound, man. Yeah. Like they have that weird kind of like off like almost like uh old tape, you know, old music tape that is sort of like it's sort of like and it comes back and it has, you know, like th- that constant little drum rhythm in the back, and then just like they're, like I said, they're mo- melodic, kind of like dreamlike voices, man.
0: <laughs> Fucking ground, Very euphoric. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know why. I really can't tell you why I love it so much, but I, I really think it's because it's the ambiotic sound that they put in the back of their tracks. and yeah. it, it just works.
2: So, Um, I'll go ahead and go. Um, so I've tried Beach House before and I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like them before I did try. I did listen to this one at least two, maybe three times. Um, yeah, I I don't, I don't, I can't tell you why it's, it's not quite for me. I mean, I enjoy it. I appreciate the artwork, the masters, you know, the, the ambient sound that's there. Um, for me personally, what it is is, I think it's the. It, I have this weird thing where the vocals have to be in a certain range, either beneath the sound or above the sound. Right uh, about
0: yeah, right above it,
2: yeah. Yeah. the the uh, The other thing is, it's it's almost operatic because like, like it takes forever to say something, right? It, it's almost like an opera where like they're singing a single word at a time, right? Uh, but it, I still. You know, it's enjoyable. Um, you know, I did go and watch the two music videos that they had off of this album. And so the the song I'm probably gonna pick is is uh, uh, Wish. Is it Wish or Wishes? Wishes yes, uh, it's Wishes, yeah. Yeah, that was a That was a cool music video. I I do enjoy the song. It's one of those things where it it is totally along. It goes with you, Mr. Vibe. It's totally a vibe album. Like, you could just sit and vibe with it. And and I will admit, like, I probably did spend an hour playing video games listening to this. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is chill. (laughs) But, like, it's one of those things. It's like background. It doesn't... Sometimes I want music that's foreground. But this is very background music. So... (laughs)
0: I think you hit the nail on the head when you say it's very vibe-ish. Uh-huh. That's, that's what I think I like about them. It's the fact that I'm into vibe, but definitely into vibe music. That's what they kick out, is vibe music. And I think that's why I love it so much, because I can zone out and go somewhere else and then come back and and still feel, like, you know, cool, calm, collected from
1: you know, this is, yeah, no, this is like, this is definitely most definitely a set band that would do a hundred percent better at like a self by show or a festival show, um, over just going to the concert to see them by themselves, you know, as a headliner. Yeah, I couldn't see going to see him as a headliner unless it was something that someone else was going to, they invited me, um, yeah i just couldn't see you, like rushing out to buy tickets to beach house but if i saw them South by and they were playing at mohawk here downtown austin or something like that and I, I could totally i could see that being a great show i think that would be you know and, and the vibe <laughs> the vibe thing the crowd would be yeah. totally all goth out but like contemporary goth <laughs> and they'd be very polite and they'd probably be, order Moscow mules or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just set it up. But uh, yeah, stereotyping the shit out of fans of Beach House.
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah. yeah I, think I, that would, I uh... like a
2: nice mule. A... I'm saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I could be in that crowd. That's what I'm saying. Like, If I was, if I walked into that, I'd be like, this is pretty fucking cool. But I wouldn't like subscribe to it and get the ticket to their show because they're the headliner. But I love the band.
0: I don't know if that makes sense. But. I could see somebody drinking a mule and popping a pill at the same time and vibing out. Yeah. <laughs> I not guess. trying to endorse drugs by any means, but yeah. I, I could definitely see where it would come into play.
1: Two albums in and they're in the parking lot by themselves. And, and Man. <laughs> no, that's not that bad. Let's not take it there. Come. All right. Um, all right, my turn. Yes, yeah, sir.
3: so... I I am a fan of Beach House. Um, I have listened to a few of their albums. I've heard this one before, um, and yeah, I, I I dig their sound. Um, I find it, uh, you know, they're very gifted, and it's it's interesting music too because you know you can you can put it on in the background and just kind of be like you'll you'll be washed away by the the vibes that the song the songs are are presenting um but then you can also like go really into detail and listen to the song uh with you know i with a little bit more detail i think i already said that i'm just repeating myself um anyway fan too many
1: details yeah
3: yeah but it, it is yeah i i do like this album i think it's very good um you know, I, I definitely kind of got, you know, carried over. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I think I've been doing this too long, guys. <laughs> um,
1: so Were you in the parking lot after the show? Oh, wait, no, it. but I, I okay. do
3: have a friend that's a, a huge Beach House fan, and uh, he has seen them multiple times. Um, and so I definitely have heard a, a, a lot of Beach House. Uh, so yeah. good stuff. Uh, I dig it. I don't know what I was trying to say. Great vibes, very gifted musicians. Um, Check it out if you haven't already. Um, You know, three of us are in the right uh, about (laughs) Beach House, so uh, good band. Yeah, Taj. Yeah, Taj. So, Um, So, (laughs) Taj. And and this is a a great introduction uh, to Beach House, if you've never heard them before. I think this is a great place to start, for sure. Um, and picking a song, there's quite a few I like on here. I'm gonna go with other people. Other people want to keep in touch. It's not I'm gonna do that one.
0: Other people want to go one.
3: Yeah, but there's a lot. There's a lot on here that I do like. I think what, but the problem I had was that I I was just listening to it and just letting, you know, the emotions carry me over, and I wasn't even paying attention to what the songs were, or the song titles. So you know, yeah. I had to go back again and like listen to it and go, oh, that's the name of that song. So I wanted to make sure I got the right one. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, that's my choice.
1: Do you feel like it really flows really well, Brandon? Like, do you feel like that's, yeah, kinda,
3: yeah, it, yeah I, I do think it does. I, it's, and it's interesting because I think I've, I've complained about other albums where like all the songs sound the same, right? Yeah. But this to me, like they, they're different enough, you know, and, and that works for me. Like, you know, it, yeah. So I don't know what I'm saying. That's what I'm they're saying.
1: Composed, they're composed really well. I think that's a big part of it, too. It's like the music composition. It's not just throwing sound out there, having a good voice. You can have a good voice, but not have a good, you know, studio or a good, you know, band overall. Or, you know, if if the people you're working with aren't doing it for you, then, you know, it can ruin what you have. But yeah, with the two of them, that's good. I like to see that collaboration between, um, a duo where they can make it, they can make something happen and multiple albums come out. People still follow them. And I love beach houses. That's my my favorite vacation is a beach house. So they got me there. Sold. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, sweet.
3: All right. Uh Anything else we want to add? Nope. Okay. Well, before we go, um, Damon, you have some homework for for the listeners and for the
1: host. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, basically, we we're, <laughs> were just going over stuff, you know, from 2012, and um, I think the 2000s in general are a really good band band time. I don't know if it's because my age or, um, you know, that's probably. Probably mostly because of my age, and if you're younger, then <laughs> well, whatever. But uh, um, I definitely, uh, I definitely have a likeness for like rock bands that came out in the two thousands. Uh, metal, metal mixed with rock. Um, so yeah, there's definitely, definitely that sound that can really that really brings me to. Metal, metal rock. Sometimes it's pop rock. I don't know. Um, but uh, I don't know where I'm going with with my story here. But I, I
0: think you got caught up in a Brendanism.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, it, how so, about liquid metal sent back from the future? Do, do you like liquid metal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that this is going to turn into a, like an episode of Terminator. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so anyway, um most most of what I listen to is it's it's cross between pop rock, uh older stuff that that you might I don't know, um seventies, some eighties, stuff like that. This isn't really a, a band that I gravitated to right away, but I think that um eventually, you know, Stuff grows on you. I think around this time, I was going to different festivals, uh, probably just before this Oz Fest, stuff like that. Uh, but this is this is a band called Chevelle, and uh, the band's album is "Wonder What's Next." So, better <laughs> didn't disappoint anybody. This is a band that I probably didn't even know that I actually like myself. So, but yeah, check it out. Okay.
2: Chevelle. I know I've heard the band name before. Yes, you've
0: heard Red. You've heard, everybody's heard Red. Oh,
2: man. So, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Anything else then? All right. Well, uh, this is, I'm going to go and do our closing part. This has been Choice Tracks. Uh, you can find this on our website of tracetracks.com or email us at tracetracks at gmail.com both of those end with a Z uh, we have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora and we ask that you please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes let's go and sign out I'm Taj I'm Brandon I'm Damon
0: and I'm Dietrich and we'll be back um Yeah, that was corny as hell. We're going to go ahead and pick up that needle, but y'all keep spinning those choice tracks.